On today's show, how Nissan is making sure that the Rogue will be the best-selling CUV in the American market. A startup company says it has a battery that can be charged in just five minutes. And 92-year-old Floyd Weiselek shares his memories on the world's first fuel cell vehicle. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the show for enthusiasts of the automotive industry. The big cyber attack that spread over the weekend also impacted part of the auto industry. Nissan, Renault, and Dacia, which is a subsidiary of Renault, all reported disruptions to their manufacturing facilities. Nissan said its assembly plant in the UK was affected, but production resumed at the plant this morning. Renault said plants in France and India were affected, and Dacia reported its facilities in Romania had to stop production. All three companies belong to the same group, which suggests some sort of connection. No other automakers or suppliers have yet publicly disclosed if they have been attacked. You know, there's talk that if EVs do start carving out a larger part of the market, there will be a battery shortage. And we're already seeing more and more OEMs making their own battery packs. Now Wards Auto reports that Toyota and its subsidiary, Prime Earth, are considering building a plant in the U.S. to make lithium-ion batteries. While it currently makes mostly nickel-metal hydride batteries, Toyota will start making the switch to lithium. And the plant in the U.S. will be used to make batteries for both hybrid and pure electric vehicles. Toyota doesn't currently have a battery electric vehicle, but several are said to be in the pipeline. The automaker also voiced concerns there could be quality risks shipping lithium-ion battery packs from Japan to the U.S. And speaking of batteries, a new company called StoreDot says it's come up with a solution to slow charging time. The Israeli startup's flash battery technology allows its pack to accept a full charge in just five minutes and give up to 300 miles of range. It's made up of gradient layers of nanomaterials and proprietary organic compounds. The pack doesn't use graphite, which StoreDot says is unable to sustain fast charging power, and its proprietary compound blend is not flammable and has a higher temperature of combustion. StoreDot expects its flash battery technology to hit the market in the next three years. Coming up next, suppliers love what General Motors is doing, but are not happy with Nissan. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. And by Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. Every year, a company called Planning Perspectives asks suppliers to rate the purchasing departments and their vice presidents at the six biggest car companies operating in the U.S. And once again, Suppliers say that Bob Young at Toyota and Tom Lake at Honda are doing the best job in the business. However, Toyota and Honda are in a slight downward trend, and suppliers say that General Motors is really turning things around thanks to changes made by Steve Kiefer. Ford, under the leadership of Hao Tai Tang, is making some progress as well. But suppliers say FCA, led by Scott Thiel, does not seem to be making any progress at all. And suppliers give a big thumbs down to Nissan, led by Hiroki Hasegawa. Companies that have good supplier relations tend to have higher quality, lower costs, better technology, and faster launches. 
Nissan's five-seat crossover, the Rogue, is going gangbusters at U.S. dealerships. In fact, it's the number one selling Nissan in the country. And in an effort to expand the Rogue's reach, the brand is adding a new model, which reporters recently drove in Nashville, Tennessee. Here's Autoline's Katie Gritzinger with the story. Recognize this Nissan? Well, if you were Russia, New Zealand, or the Middle East, you'd know it as the Japanese-built Qashqai. But in this country, it will now be added to the Nissan CSUV lineup as the Rogue Sport. It's still made in Japan, but Nissan hopes its size, among other features, attracts buyers like those upwardly mobile millennials living in the big city. So the Rogue Sport is a little bit smaller than the Rogue, so it's about 12 inches shorter. It's got a two inch shorter wheelbase and it's about five inches lower in height. So all that makes for you know, a vehicle which is, still gives you the uh, benefits of a compact SUV in terms of the, the space and interior, um, but wrapped in a slightly tighter um, exterior, which is more appropriate for a more urban environment. With a nod to its name, Nissan says it designed the interior to be very sporty and include extras like its divide and hide rear storage, as well as its package of intelligent safety shield technologies like blind spot warning and lane departure prevention, among others. The Rogue Sport starts showing up at Nissan dealerships around the country this week. And if you'd like to see an Autoline exclusive walk around of the new crossover that we shot in Nashville with product planner Snedden, just go to our YouTube channel. It's up there right now. Coming up next, we'll meet the mind behind the very first fuel cell car. Lear Connexus is the new application suite in vehicle connectivity designed to deliver over-the-air software updates and more from Lear Corporation's eSystems, leaders in power and data management. On last week's Autoline After Hours, we were joined by Floyd Wyselek, a retired GM engineer who helped develop the very first fuel cell vehicle way back in 1966. In the following clip, he talks about developing the vehicle, which his team only had 10 months to complete. Well, uh, no one at that time uh, realized the significance of what we were doing. It's only in hindsight after 50 years uh, and a telephone call that we realized that we were doing something that was a historic milestone. Up to that time, I thought this was just uh, just history. But uh, we kept the uh, uh, fuel cell team operating uh, not as 200 people all at once. We simply drew in the experts as we needed them at the, at the time that we needed them. And we had absolutely no idea how complex this would turn out to be. That was we had, in effect, a blank slate. And uh, when I look back, I can't imagine that one human being could never have imagined uh, what this uh, and made all the decisions. So all of the decisions had to come from the team, from the bottom up, with the brainstorming technique at regular intervals. So once a week, we did this. Man, even at 92, his memory is fantastic, and he speaks so well. And if you'd like to learn more about the development of the very first fuel cell car, you can watch that entire discussion right now on Autoline.tv or just look for it on our YouTube channel. That's it for today. Thanks for watching and thank you for making Autoline Daily a part of your day.